This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, on the Rockstar Radio Network. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, it's a Thursday. The East Coast is getting blasted with awful weather. And for the first time, we can say in my neck of the country, Colorado, is it is gorgeous outside. We're into the 50s and enjoying the non-snow portion and the freezing single-digit minus weather we had for several weeks here just a few weeks ago. So we're going to warm up um, your publishing experiences, your authoring experiences. And one of the things that becomes critical, and there's a lot of questions about, is this whole thing called exposure. It's called marketing. It's called publicity. And how do I move my book out once I have it, and do I wait until I have it in hand, whether it's ebook available or it's print book in hand, or should I maybe start a little sooner? So we're going to cover all that, and we're certainly going to talk a little bit about this animal that came along just a few years ago called a virtual blog tour. And with us as our practical guru is going to be Stephanie Barco, who's been with us a few times in the past, has always given us stellar advice. She has her own uh, literary uh, publicist, and she has been repeatedly identified as one of the top, top publicists and book promotional strategists in the country. So Stephanie has expertise in certain areas. We're going to get into that. What's great about her, she has opinions, which I love. Um, And she really does have a good sense of what works with certain genres and what doesn't work, and really some savvy things that you should be doing for 2014. So with that, Stephanie, welcome back to Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. Judith, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and you know, I should say to all of us, and, and and is Stephanie will be doing a fabulous presentation at the Author You Extravaganza in Denver, May one to three. So I will mention again later on in the show, but make sure that you go to the authoru.org website, click on the events tab and the extravaganza, so you can read the full array of fantastic speakers. Stephanie will be talking about virtual blog tours on Saturday, the 3rd, but she's also going to be doing Meet the Pros and Pick Their Brains and all kinds of things. So, Stephanie, let's jump into this. What's new and happening for the year 2014 when it comes to publicity strategies for for authors? Well, I think the important thing to remember is that you want to know who your book is for. Keep your target audience in mind and go for that. You always want to have the three legs of the stool under you, and those are your website, your blog, and what I call your social suite, suite being S-U-I-T-E, meaning a flight of social media profiles that you're working every day. 
I recommend seven. Some people can't hit seven every day, and that's okay. But if you can hit uh, maybe five or six, that would be good. You, mm-hmm. Not everybody needs YouTube if they don't have video yet. But the other six would be Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Goodreads, and very important, Google+. Plus. I, I, you know, I don't think they really understand fully Google Plus on, on how it's working. I know that we're going to be doing a workshop here in my office for some authors next week um, on Google Plus and using their whole author um, and make sure. I, I think one of the critical things everyone needs to understand is their profiles, how critical the right words in those profiles are as you go out to finding those sweet spots. Well, you're absolutely right, and it's the one thing that especially fiction authors do not consider. They just don't think of it, and those are your key words and key phrases, your key terms. They're very important to know, and if you're not familiar with Google AdWords and how to get your keywords together and use them in your titles of your blog posts and your social postings, it's very important to use those. Right now, you can tag everything. You can tag Facebook. You can tag not just Twitter, all over. And if you start using your tags, you'll notice that Google will Google will help you tag, and also Facebook now will help you tag. For instance, I have a book right now that has a movie tie-in. So every time that historical novel is being socialized, I put the words hashtag MonumentsMen, and that is a hashtag that Facebook and Twitter are recognizing. It automatically forms. Even if I forget men on the end and I just put, put monuments, it recognizes monuments with a capital M mm-hmm. as a, a key term. So it's very important to know what those are. And, and you know, in your titles when you use them, um, I know when I post on Google+, it will immediately tag in a, a key hashtag. Um, and category, whether it's from the title or from the link of where I am sending people to or recommending they look at. And, you know, I don't want to leave the three legs here because I I have had some interesting discussions with people, actually arguments, nice arguments, but I, I'm always kind of grit my teeth when people say, well, your website's just a business card. And um, it, it to me, the website's the portal. It's like opening your mouth. And you have all these amazing things that you can hook on and do and deliver for your website. And one of the things that we did, again, last weekend, we just did a deep dive into how to really um, get that website flick, click, and ticking um, and and using the right keywords and understanding. So you've got your Google iWords, Google AdWords, which I actually find that site a little bit more confusing than it used to be. Are you having any kickback on that? Yes, from me. <laughs> I think it's much harder to use than it used to be. It's It has a new name. I think it's called uh, AdWords. Oh, I can't remember. AdWords something. I'll look it up on the Internet behind me. But it, it is a little different to use. I don't think it's as user-friendly, and I think it's harder to get – a collection of words. Before, you could put one word in and get a lot of alternate words. Mm-hmm. So if you had one word, you could expand that to maybe 10 words using AdWords. And now it's a little more difficult 
to do that. What it can do still is tell you whether or not you, you have entered a strong keyword for yourself. But I don't think it expands as well as it did. There are other tools, though. There have always been other tools that you can use, like Word Tracker. And most of them have uh, a, a free trial that you can use. Which, which would always be nice before you start spending any uh, bucks. Bucks. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. once you've used it, think about it. I mean, I advise people to refresh their keywords once a year. Keywords don't change that much. So once you have really done some heavy research on your keywords, you have a good collection of words. It's not going to change that much. So you only need to go back once a year. And if that uh, free trial opens up, on an annual basis, you may never have to pay for a tool like that. But mm -hmm. there are other tools out there besides Google AdWords that you can use. Yeah, and and we'll we'll get into some of those. And I'm also going to recommend, and I don't know if you've played around with this little tool that that HubSpot has, but uh, marketing.grader.com. And so it's what's I'm, that about? Oh, tell oh, us what that's about. Oh, it's a fabulous tool. Marketing.grader. Dot com And guess what that does? It grades your website, and it does it in like 10 seconds. That's and it, great. And, and it goes through how mobile, how mobile, you know, your cell phone friendly it is. Yes, yes. Uh -huh. uh, it goes into, you know, do you have, are you using tags? Are you doing certain things? And it grades you from zero to, oh, my God, you're, dot, you're dead, to, mm -hmm. to 100, which is the top score. And mm -hmm. so I we we played around with this and um it and it really deals with here's what it measures how findable you are. Yeah. How findable your website is if people put in like book coach, which uh -huh. is one of my key phrases yours, that I would probably. use. Yeah. Yeah. Book publishing would be another one. Book mentor would be another one. Mm -hmm. um, that they it goes in and actually measures and kicks up. And I will tell you the authoru.org website, uh, last time I measured it, which was Saturday, got 88, which is huge. It's huge. Well, I, would, I was just going to say, I know yours blew out all the stops because it's so, so good and so deep. There's so much on it. Yeah, there is. So, and, it, and it really does go in. It looks at content. It looks at are you blogging? Um, and it, it looks, are you care? I, do you have, uh, it'll be able to tell whether you have your social media connectors like the, the icons for Facebook and Twitter and oh, all those things on there. It's called integration. Yeah. Whether or not you're integrated. Good. Yeah. yeah. It has, it has all that, but you want to go on that. And I'm telling people, if you don't get at least a 70, you need to get your tush to your website developer or something. Your tags aren't in there. There's a lot of stuff that's missing. And you, you have to do it because, again, I'm going to go back and say your website is your portal to your expertise and everything else you do. And there's got to be a synergy between what you have described on Pinterest to Facebook to Goodreads to Twitter to LinkedIn to Google+, Plus, you know, your blogs as you go around that whole circle. So that's critical to understand. Your website is your storefront. It is your brand. It is the most important thing you will ever show to your readers. It's critical. The other thing people, realize, people don't realize if they don't understand the value of a website is that that's where we send the media. We do not send the media to your Facebook page. We do not send the media to your blog. We send the media 
to your static content, which is your website. That's where your downloadable media kit will be, and that's where the media goes. They go to your bio page to find out who you are. A radio producer might go to your Twitter following to see how many you have, mm -hmm. but most everybody else is going to go to your website. Right. All right. So we've got 15 seconds. For, I mean, we're going to actually phase out to our first break, but here's what I'd love to have you come back to because you've already mentioned one of the magic words, media kit, and being on the website. Let's get under the, some of those components that we're going to need to have with us. Uh, when we come back. So I'm Judith Rouse. My guest is Stephanie Barkle. You're listening to Office. Goodbye. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being good with? If you already have a book out, You'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. books? Lots of them? If yes, you must take credit cards, the most widely used form of payment today. The Free Terminal has created a special program for your guide to book publishing listeners. No contract, all equipment is free, extremely low rates, and no termination fees ever. Contact Alan Dean at Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call him at 303-668-6828. The Free Terminal has handled all credit card transactions for both Author You and Judith for over a year. Don't wait another day. Contact Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call 303-668-6828 and tell him you want the no-contract Author You deal. Every picture tells a story. And it's a truism that people do judge a book by its cover. Nick Selinger and NZ Graphics have been in the business of producing superior graphic cover design and interior layout for self-published authors, independent and traditional publishers for years. He has developed a reputation for... Excellent work, fast turnarounds, and best of all, affordable pricing. NZ Graphics also produces ebooks and book marketing materials such as posters, sell sheets, postcards, bookmarks, business cards, logos, and more. Books designed for his clients have won multiple book awards, including 
Best Book Award by U.S. Book News, multiple Evie Awards from the Colorado Independent Publishers Association, Indie Book Awards, the San Francisco Book Festival Award, and Freedom Medal Award from Valley Forge. Visit www.nzgraphics.com or call 303-985-4174 for more details about making your book the success it should be. Mention that you are an FOJ, friend of Judith's, and that you heard about NZ Graphics on your guide to book publishing. Publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, we're talking books, we're talking publicity, um, and we're talking, actually, we're talking about Stephanie Barco's, our, our expert on publicity for books and a literary publicist, one of the top in the country. And we're talking about, she opened up with what the three legs were, the blog, the website, and the sweet spot, which were all your the key uh, uh, social media platforms that you're going to tie into. And we were grumbling about some of the lack of, uh, of being able to find what some of the key keywords were. And so I'm, I'm going to give you a, a tool that we've found really terrific to work with and much less complicated than Google and their AdWords variation, and it's called Keyword Spy. So KeywordSpy.com. And it will tell you, you can start playing around with keyword and uh, one of your keywords, and it'll give you the quickly how many month views are. It'll go the overall, and then it makes a huge amount of suggestions of other places that you might want to consider and also what their monthly logins. And that's the goodies that you're going to use in your descriptors when you write an article, when you put something in a title, because that's what the search engines are looking for because everybody else is looking for them. Did I describe that well enough, Stephanie? Very well. So y'all remember Keyword Spy and KeywordDiscovery.com. Yep, that's the other one, Keyword Discovery. So have fun as you become a guru with this. All right, Stephanie, you mentioned uh, media kits. And uh, I, I guess the first question is that when should an author start thinking about publicity, one? Two, um, it, key components, again, uh, for the media kit for 2014 and three, where should it be? Uh, do we print it out or do we just kind of land it all on our website? I think it should be a page on your website. Sometimes this will be called press. Sometimes it will be called media. But usually it's a page on your website. So it is a downloadable media kit. And some okay. of the components you want in it are the ones that would be images and video. Like you want a high-res headshot, you want a high-res front cover of your book on this, you want 
a very short excerpt so that people can see your writing style. That would be in a locked PDF. You would want, if you have an author trailer where you are speaking, mm-hmm. that would be an excellent thing to have. You could call that your author video. If you do speak, you want to put your speaker sheet there so that people have that all together so that you can vie for speaking at conferences or to book groups if you do that. And then also what I like to see is a one-pager that has truncated reviews and endorsements on there. So I call that a snippet sheet so that you just have one-liners from your endorsers and your reviewers. And you might not have those three months out from release date, but as they come in, you can keep adding to those and make sure you lock that file too because you never know if somebody's going to start changing the words out there. So make sure you have that. So these are some of the things that, that I would like to see in a media kit. If you are a multiply published author like Judith is, you would want to have your backlist or your book list, how many, you know, how many books you've written and the uh, listing for each one. Well, that, that could be, good. yeah, that could be put in a bio too, or is that all too, too well, over usually those voting? Are, those are kind of on their own because you have maybe six or eight books. You know, you have many more than that. Mm-hmm. So um, they, it's a list on its own usually. Okay, so uh, those lovely little lists that if you open a multi-author, they often have them um, in what's called the front matter of your book. And it'll be around the title page. Past, you know, It could be actually opposite the title page, and it'll say also buy. Um, and they will yeah. list them out. So do you need to have who, who was the publisher or the published date or is just title good enough? Oh, I would put a full listing, yeah. I would put the publisher and the date. Uh, the release date, mm-hmm. and the, the genre, if you've written different genres, I would have all that in there. Okay. So, release good idea. Format. Yeah. Just a full, a full listing so that they get the range of what you've done. Perfect. And then also, you want them to list if they've co-authored books with other people? That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Of course. Yeah. Sometimes that, okay. you see that a lot in nonfiction, so... Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. So let's talk about. So, so you've got you've got the publicity, all the the items that you're downloadable. Um, I've I've hear, heard almost a blending. If you speak, you have your one sheet. So would it make sense to have a press speaking tab all just in one thing, and keep it yeah, all together? I mean, and have... any anything that you think the media might want on their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the way the media works, and people don't think about it, but they have to move very quickly. So if they want an expert for their show, they're going to use the first one who either picks up the phone or the first one who has the information that they need readily available. So that's why you want to make sure this stuff is ready to go. I mean, unless you're sitting by your phone all the time, you need to have these materials ready for the media to pick. And when when the media is reaching out, do they pick up the phone or are they emailing people? They're they're doing a little of both, but if it's TV, they're probably going to call you. Mm-hmm. Uh, with radio, it's more likely that they they will reach out to you by email. But you just never know if it's if it's a radio broadcast that's local. 
they might call you. Or if it's if your book is tied into a current event that is happening, this has happened to me a number of times. I have an author that I marketed back in 2006, and every time the annual date hook for his book comes up every year, the media calls me because his book is tied to that event. And so it's like almost an evergreen book. Uh, and we, I don't know where he is now, and that's sad, you know, because they should be able to get that information from his website, and they cannot. And so they call me um, because I'm still on some of his old materials. So just make sure everything's up to date and, it's down, and that it's downloadable and that they can reach you quickly if they need to. It, it always amazes me where some people, uh, and this is really I want everyone who's listening in to pay attention to this, when you give out a business card, do you have your contact information on it? Or do I have to go to your website and dig around and still I can't find out how to contact you? Or I've got to fill in some ridiculous form with all these CAPTCHA stuff. And it is it is one of my pet peeves. When I get a business card, I want an email there. I do want to know the website. I want to know a phone number. And you know what? I like to know your address because I'm someone who likes to write a card once in a while. So well, that yeah, Judith likes a lot of information. Here's my pet peeve. Now that we're airing all this, <laughs> uh, mine is mine is authors who only have a blog. Okay, so they want to do a content management system that includes sort of a makeshift website and a blog. Fine, but those kinds of systems are very hard to get contact data off of. And oh, yeah. nine times out of ten, you can't figure out how to reach an author who just has a blog. So if you're one of those people and you've combined everything onto one site, make sure that there's some way to reach you on that, on your sidebar, and make sure it's obvious. Put it at the top. You know, be careful. If you're afraid that your email address is going to be stolen, then write it out in a way that the robots can't pick it up. You guys know how to do that, right? Well, why don't you, yeah, go ahead and tell them how. Okay, like for mine, it would be Stephanie, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E, and then instead of the at sign, I would write A-T, the word at, A-T in parentheses, and then stephaniebarco.com. So when when you look at it, it's Stephanie at stephaniebarco.com, but it is not the email address verbatim. There is a space between Stephanie and Stephanie Barco, so mm-hmm. the robots can't pick up that sign, that at sign that yeah. we normally have in an email. <laughs> they can't pick it up yet, but they will eventually. Because <laughs> they will, yeah. yeah. If, if yeah. you're if you're not careful, I mean, I even have my my address on Facebook, and it's never been stolen. And I think it's because I code everything. You just have to be careful to do that. That's a good idea um, to go back. So that's something to relook at again and clean it up. All right. So I, you know, I can't believe it. We're at the bottom of the hour already. So here's what There's I no do. No way. Want. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. So what I want to do is to really do come back and address the issue. When do you start your publicity? Before the book is written, after the book is written, ongoing. And what I'd like to get into some of the key things you consistently hear they wish they knew. This is Judith Bryles. We're talking publicity, your book, and being a great author.
This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing with Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discounts on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, if you're listening to Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing, it is February. And here's what's going on in February. There is a special, special, special author from Author You, one of our sponsors, of course. And Author You has their huge author book publishing writers extravaganza in May, May 1 to 3, Denver, Colorado. If you sign up and register this month, before the 28th, you will get the free deep dive dinner workshop. Normally, you pay $85 for that. It is the bonus for anyone who signs up now. And remember, at Author You, they we, we feed both your belly and your brain. So <laughs> Friday keynote is Mark Coker, CEO of Smashwords. So we are deep diving into ebook land. 
Dan Pointer will be there, John Kramer will be there, Stephanie Barco, world-renowned literary publicist, will be there. Um, we have got premier Penny people. Sansevieri. Penny Sansevieri will be doing the Dinner Dive uh, uh, workshop. Um, we'll be doing on how do you rock and roll in Amazon. We're going to be doing some really set up social media strategists so you don't go bonkers overnight and can control that. We're going to be doing some special deep diving in how do you make a killer blog and how can you write a blog just in a couple of minutes a day because, you know, so things don't become an energy suck to you. So go to authoru.org, click on the events tab the extravaganza, the entire layout of all the speakers for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday are there. And come out to Colorado. It's fabulous in May, and even if it snows in the morning, it's gone at noon. So, Stephanie, <laughs> let's come back to publicity. Stephanie Barco, um, and, and, and who is speaking on creating the virtual blog tour. So we're going to talk about virtual blog tours, uh, but I also want to talk about um, you speak at writers' conferences all over the country. What are the most consistent questions that you get from writers who are transitioning into being authors? Oh, they want to know how to build a platform, and they want to know when to do it, which was one of the questions that we signed off with before the commercial. Mm -hmm. And you want to start really early. That's what I tell them. You want to start when you're writing your book. That's when you want to start your platform, meaning that's when you want to get the three legs of the stool under you, your website, your blog, and your social suite, because from those three, you are collecting your future readers. That's the idea. You don't launch a book and then look around for somebody to buy it. When you launch a book, you already have buyers out there who know who you are. Think about the art in your house. Think about how you acquired that art. Any original art you bought, I'll bet very much that you know the artist. You met the artist, you know their background, you know a little bit about them, and you were intrigued by them, and then you bought the piece. That's how books work, too. If they know something about the author, your reader is more likely to buy you. That's the way it works. So you want to create a personal connection through your three legs of the, of the stool, through your blog, through your social suite, through your website. You want to reach out to your future buyers. And you know, Stephanie, I know it's it's hard. I mean, you're you're writing. I mean, you're you're so engulfed in your book and and trying to get it done and perfecting it and perfecting it and perfecting. I get that, but that the typical thing that we see, um, if there was one thing typically, and it's one of the seven deadly sins, is that they don't start the marketing beforehand, which is this whole platform building. They right. don't do the game plan. They don't clearly know who their audience is. They clearly don't get it. Um, and, and I've always said, if, if you are writing, stop right now and look up. Who is that person that is right across from you? What does she look like or he look like? What do they do? What are their fears? What are their concerns? Do they have kids? How many do they have? Where do they go to school? What do they love to eat? What makes them sick? What movies do they tickle their fancy? And what just scares the heck out of them? And you, you have to really understand who this person is, what their problems are. When you know that, that platform building moves along and it's so much easier. It's so much easier. 
I agree. If you if you reach out to your to your readers or your potential readers, if you genuinely care about people, if you're a nice cyber person, if you're good online and and you seem genuine, people get that. They do. They can tell when you're stalking them and when you're after something. But if you are genuinely interested in their family or whatever is important to them, their kids or whether or not they're going to make it through the ice to work that day, that that is what that people remember stuff like that. They say, "Oh, you remember my birthday?" or "Oh, you remembered how how cold it was up here." They remember that. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to to reach out. So Stephanie, in, in you're again, um, there's the newbie authors, and then there's you know some of us who are who are, who are maybe long in the tooth, but um, <laughs> as, as we. <laughs> I've been writing for a long time. A few of us, yeah. Yeah, a few of us have. Um, That do you have have put together kind of a checklist of things that you consistently see they goof up on, um, but they're critical. You know, besides that platform building, the number one thing that I see is editing, and it's the first question I ask when somebody comes to me. And you know, I write a column with a bunch of with a bunch of publicists, and we all have this checklist. I am not unique. So mm-hmm. if you want to get in with a really good top quality publicist that's going to do custom work for you and look at you as an individual with a very unique book, you have to be able to get through some of these gates. And the first one is editing. If you do not have a professional edit on your book, and I'm talking about the four types of editing where you, and, and a personal relationship with an editor where you know the name of your editor, and have a personal relationship with them, either through email or in person, then it's going to be difficult for your book to come out sounding good. You have to have professional editing. It is very, very important. Mm-hmm. People say, well, it's, a, it's, it's from my journal and it's my memoir, and I don't, I don't want it. That's BS. Everybody needs a certain level of editing. It might be developmental editing where it's more a rearrangement of your chapters or your story or the sequence in which your ideas are laid out on the page. But everybody needs some editing. And then at the very end, everybody needs a proofreader who will go through someone who has never seen the book before, somebody brand new that wasn't in any of the editing positions prior to come in and clean up the book at the end so that what hits the press is absolutely clean. Well, yeah, we call that the cold eye edit. <laughs> that's the person we don't let them see it. We know it's coming, right. and and the other thing is, and I pay attention, everyone, is that we insist, insist that that book, that cold final cold eye. This is when we're actually we do this after layout because once it goes into layout, I'll tell you, you see things even differently. But Absolutely. we do we do the cold eye edit, and that's where we're going with our final corrections. Um, after it has been laid out, and I absolutely insist that it must be printed out so they yes. are holding it in hand and not reading it on the computer. You debut authors who have never done a book before, you need to listen to what Judith is saying because when that book is printed out and you have your InDesign file actually on the page that's when things start jumping around. Not only do you find the proofreading errors, but you find the formatting errors. Even with good mm-hmm. book designers who have been working with InDesign 
for a long time. If you switch printers on them or you use perhaps a galley service, you never know how that file is going to come out until you print it out. Thank you, Judith. Yeah, oh, it's critical. I mean, I insist on it, and 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 I can see what it's done. And I, and I, I was on the phone today. We're doing corrections. Hopefully, a book will leave the building tomorrow. But I would say, Rebecca, is that a space between to and from on page <laughs> da 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 da? And and you know because and you can't see those on the screen. You don't see no. them. And you have to also understand your layout people when they're laying out. They're using these humongous screens. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not using your little screen, so everything looks fine to them. Um, yeah. And 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 so and I'll tell you one of my other pet peeves is I, I go cuckoo with all the hyphens. Um, I, I don't. I don't like to see a first line start hyphenated. I will change a word to fix it up. Um, and and you don't want to see. I have seen god awful layout designs and mix-ups where they actually will hyphenate at the bottom of the page going to the next page. And it's not a hard hyphen. It's like, you know, <laughs> it could be college, and they do C-O-L and then hyphen it L-E-G. I mean, it, that kind of stuff makes me cuckoo. Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. So, editing. so that's number one. That's okay. the number one thing. That's the first question I ask. Who edited your book? And the way you answer that question tells me a whole lot about you. Tells me a whole lot about you. Then yes, number two is your is the book design. Mm-hmm. Is your cover? Does it look good? You know, is it professionally designed, or is it just the 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 great special of whoever rolled that in for the cheapest they could get it at your publisher? Because that's where publishers will skimp. They'll use one book designer for everybody's books. Let's say they take five or six genres. So everybody's everybody's cover looks the same, and by that I mean lousy. So, again, spend the money, develop a relationship with a really good book designer, an award-winning book designer who has done your genre before, whose sensibility, whose design, whose art you like, and make sure you have a professional design for your front cover. You want all three professionally designed, the back cover, the front cover, and the spine, if you have a little extra money, have them design the interior as well. This is when you see the little glyphs over the chapter heads and that sort of thing. Oh yeah, and oh, you can really tie a book together. Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to have to. You're going to have to hold the Rex on your cheat sheet here of the seven mistakes. We have one more break, um, and then we're going to have to go really fast because we have got to talk about virtual blog tours. This yes, is Judith Riles. Stephanie Barco is my guest today. Your list is off of you. Your guide to book publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. sell stuff? Do you want to sell books? Lots of them? If yes, you must take credit cards, the most widely used form of payment today. The Free Terminal has created a special program for your guide to book publishing listeners. No contract. All equipment is free. Extremely low rates and no termination fees ever. Contact Alan Dean at Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call him at 303-668-6828. The Free Terminal has handled all credit card transactions for both author you and Judith. 
for over a year. Don't wait another day. Contact Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call 303-668-6828 and tell him you want the no-contract author you deal. shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd if you want to create a book with no regrets. Give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at MyBookShepherd and on Facebook at TheBookShepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. So we have some of the deadly sins of poor to non-existent editing to bad cover design, bad back cover copy and design, not so hot spine design, interior instead of guffing it up, which is very easy to do. And what I love to do, Stephanie, is I, I love to find an image that is uh, either copacetic or actually comes from the cover and actually use that as we go through the other chapters and pick them up yeah, that way. Beautiful way to do it. Great way yeah. to do it. Yeah. I mean, we, we have a book right now uh, with our author, Gail Mancini, Tuscany with Love, and we each chapter 
starts with a little, you know, a little kind of village scene of the Tuscany Hills. All right, so um, virtual blog tours. What's what's old? What's new? What's hot? Uh, what should we be doing? Well, there's there's different ways to do a virtual tour, but I think it's important to know why you would want to do one. People just get on the bandwagon and they don't really know what they're doing or why they're doing it. So I've defined the primary benefits of a virtual tour as three items. One, it increases your Google page rank to do a virtual tour. That means it makes it easier to find your pen name and your book title. Number two, you have decreased Amazon sales rank. So that means your title is closer to being a subcategory bestseller. In other words, the lower your Amazon sales rank, the closer you are to number one in whatever subcategory you're playing in. And lastly, you have to remember that in a virtual tour, you are being allowed to borrow the following of whatever frequently updated website or blog you're on by mutual agreement between the blog owner or the website owner. So the third thing you're doing through that vehicle is you're expanding your following. You may be picking up blog subscriptions. You're definitely picking up exposure. You're picking up people who want to know more about you, who are reading about you, who are going to remember your name, who are going to watch for you out there. So those are the three reasons I think you want to think about doing a virtual tour. Not what most people think, which is, oh, it helps sell books. I don't agree with that. It may and it may not. But the three things I know it'll do are it'll help your page rank, help your sales rank, and it'll expand your following. So help page ranks, which is very good, right? And, and, it, and it, does inc- it does increase your sales because if you're dominating in Amazon's category, obviously you have to be doing that um, um, through sales, all that, yeah. and you, you, yeah. you learn that. All right, so what do you do? What, what's the step? Let's, let's say, okay, we're going to do a blog tour. What do I need to be thinking about doing right now? The thing that you need to be thinking about doing if you're going to – if it's a DIY virtual tour is mm-hmm. relationships. You have to think about creating relationships with bloggers and web design, web owners who have a similar type of blog or website or who can promote your genre on their site. You have to watch what they do. You have to look at their content. And you have to approach after you really understand what they're doing. Because if you make the wrong approach, you'll never get in. And it may, be, it may have been your top pick, but you won't get in unless you really study what they're doing and make sure that you can go in without offending them. Mm-hmm. So would they do it just by following them, or should they be making active comments um, on the blog, or does that matter? I don't, I don't matter? think you, it's necessary that you make comments. You could be making comments. That would be one way to get known if you want to create a relationship that way. The other way is just to flatter them. You could just watch, passively watch the blog and see what they do and then come in and flatter them and say how lovely their writing is and you like like the author's 
the level of, of quality that they're putting in their blog, and you'd like to offer them some content and make it as easy for them as possible, you want to you want them to know that you're really watching. For instance, some bloggers only put the type of content that you want to put up on Wednesdays. I've had this happen. So I mean, it sounds petty, but I've had this happen. And if you go in and say that you want to offer them a couple of Tuesdays that would fit in your tour, they'll be upset. They'll say, well, I only do that kind of content on Wednesday. And they'll mm -hmm. think you're not paying attention. So you really need to watch what they're doing and come in and ask for something that's completely reasonable and makes sense for what they're already doing. So offer, do you them add, something, yeah, offer them something that's ready to go so that they don't have to do a lot with it. All right, so are you asking them to that you'll write the the blog and give it to them, or do you want them to interview you, or they want do you want them to write it from scratch? I have given content to bloggers that is completely custom, where they didn't have to do anything, but some do like custom interviews. So in that case, I'll send them a synopsis of the book or the ebook, and then they'll say, "Let me come up with six questions of my own." And I say, "Great." So then you collect the six questions, you answer them, then they have a custom interview. They like that because it's completely exclusive content to their site. Oh, I love that idea. Okay, so what 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 kind of time frame are we looking at? Are we looking like a week, a, a week of blogs, a month of blogs? How many blogs are we doing? Well, you're going to do you're going to do 30 days more or less, give or take a few days, 30 days of content. But I don't. I don't, in my tours, for instance, I don't put content on every day. So if I do a 30-day tour, it's not 30 stops. It's maybe 15 stops because I go in on the days when Internet traffic is highest. And I and, promote mm -hmm. content during the times of day when Internet traffic is highest. Is, is that highest for the genre or just highest in general? Highest in general. And, and what days are those, Stephanie? That sounds like a great well, question. Well, you can't do any better than Monday morning. Monday morning is just the bonanza on the Internet. Everybody's there. The worst time that I have found is Saturday morning. And I think that's because everybody's out running errands. Okay. And so they're not computing and driving, thank God, at the same time. And so you find this kind of gray zone. Sometimes very early on Saturday morning, you'll have a few people before they go buy groceries or go to yoga or go to the farmer's mm -hmm. market or whatever they're mm -hmm. going to do. But after that, it's kind of a, a quiet space. And then it starts to pick up a little again uh, Sunday night. And then m Monday morning, everybody's back. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's, that's excellent to know. All right, and then um, is there what kind of cost is involved? Um, if do yourself, I guess the only cost is your time. Would that be correct? That would be correct. Yeah, you, you can absolutely do these yourself, but I'm going to warn you, they take more time and energy than you would ever have imagined. Mm -hmm. They really are a time sink, and, and they take a lot of energy because not only are you acquiring the stops, but you're also generating all of the content. So that's a lot for one person to do. And then you want a variety of content, and you want it to be pretty much exclusive at each stop. So to vary all that and then have all the contacts built up. Mine are a little bit easier to do because I have the contacts built up. So I can go back to some of the same providers depending on the genre and, and remine 
uh, that space. But most authors can't do that because they don't have that space prepared, you know, well, like a professional would. Exactly. So if, if you decided to hire somebody, what would be the price range to do a 30-day? Well, they vary a great deal. Mm-hmm. A great deal. Like you could, you could buy. I've seen them as cheap as two hundred dollars. Whoa! You have, yeah, I have. But you have to remember that you get what you pay for. It's kind of like press releases. <laughs> you know, yeah, you could get somebody to write a press release for fifty dollars, but would it go to the AP wire? Would it be optimized? Would it have quotes in it? Would it have video? Would it have images? Would it, would you be able to tag certain industries? No, <laughs> you're not going to get any of that. That's more like a nine hundred dollar tool. So uh, mine are more like a month and a half's worth of my time, which is like $2,200, $2,300, right in that range. But you're getting a lot of content. You're making all those uh, contacts. I'm breaking all, those, those, uh, all that ground for you so that you can just quickly go in. And all you're doing is commenting on the, on the, the content and making sure that uh, you weigh in. If, if it's an active stop where you're oh. required to go in and sounds, make an appearance. Sounds terrific. Well, we're going to, we, literally, <laughs> we are we're wrapping up. We're out of up. time, let me guess. Uh, yeah, we are out of time. But if, if you want to meet Stephanie, if you want to hear more about how to create a Cracker Jack, literally, um, author, uh, a virtual blog tour for your book, uh, it's or or just regular publicity. You want to come to the Author You Extravaganza? You can go to Stephanie's website, Stephanie Barco B A R K O dot com, and find out more about what she does. And we will be back next week. We are going to be talking about how to use a virtual assistant because you know what you need help and how do you do it? What to get out of them? What to expect to pay? I'm Judith Bryles. You're listening to Author You, your guide to book publishing. Here's to a great book. part of your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith brile 